Thank you for tuning in, and welcome to Steady Chatting, the podcast. I'm your host, Charlie. This is episode number four, where we'll be talking about growing, free-range parenting, parenting from a distance, and why I do what I do. We'll also be hearing music from Marlon Asher, The Funky Monkeys, Demi Lovato, Fearless Motivation, and Common. On this channel, you can expect to hear content on cannabis, ganja, marijuana, weed, growing, product reviews, interviews, interesting news, discussions, music, and whatever you like. Let us at Steady Snapping Productions know what you'd like to hear on future podcasts so we can keep giving you what you want and what you need. Join in the conversation. And if you're a visitor or just checking this podcast out for the first time, don't forget to subscribe to get more content. Now, let's get this started. What are some things that you should know before you start to grow? This is a conversation that popped up amongst my circle of friends and my grow team. And it's something that we found is important for people to consider when they are trying to decide whether it's something that they want to do and if it's something that's for them. So I have a list of things that we talked about and we'll get right into it. So first thing that I think is of importance is you need to know the rules and the laws pertaining to your city or your, or your municipality, uh, the area that you live in. That's important because that would also determine many things, how much you can grow, the, the amount of plants that you can grow at the same time, uh, the height of your plants. So there's a lot of restrictions that's still there, even though we are at the cusp of legalization. So you need to know the laws pertaining to the industry that you're getting into. You need to know your rights. You need to know whether you are growing medicinally whether you have a medical card and what are the rights that come along with that versus if you are just consuming cannabis recreationally and what are your rights as a recreational consumer. Because depending on that too, it'll also have limitations to what you're capable of doing and falling within the legal parameters, right? You need to determine where you plan to grow whether you plan to be growing outdoors or indoors, because both of them have different factors that you have to weigh when you start growing. There's different techniques. You're capable of growing different sized plants depending on the environment that it's in. <clears throat> you need to know your community. You need to know the neighbors that you have, whether they like to snoop around and complain or whether they mind their motherfucking business. Definitely. Uh, you need to know and really check in with yourself. Ask yourself, why are you growing? Are you growing to be self-sufficient, out of convenience, out of curiosity? Or is it because you just enjoy working in gardens? Do you have the time? Because it takes a lot of time. You can't just plant a seed in the ground and next week you can harvest. It takes months. Do you have the space? And if so, how many plants do you plan to grow? It once again goes back to their time. If you can't maintain a huge grow up, a micro grow might be better for you. So what I'd suggest is start with one 
plant and work your way up based on what your needs are. Couple other things. Where can you go for support when shit happens? Because shit does happen. So make sure that you have a group of people that you can talk to to give you some guidance, some tips and hinters. What's your budget? You need to think about, am I trying to grow uh, a gigantic grow up? Do I have the money to create the setup needed? Or am I only capable of doing a little closet grow? Either way, know what works for you. Last but not least, you need to know whether you plan to start growing from seeds or whether you plan to get clones from somebody else. So I hope all of these thoughts trigger some thoughts that you might not have been thinking about to make the transition smoother. And um, if you need any other tips, hinters, feel free to follow along with my grow series on Facebook. I post some stuff on Instagram. And um, you could see the different stages that my grow goes through. And drop me a message about whatever you'd like me to discuss on future podcasts. And we can get that done for you too. Did you know that in some parts of the United States, you can go to jail as a parent for sending your child outside to play if they are unsupervised? Mind blown. I just read this article. In Utah, they just decriminalized letting your children play outside at the beginning of 2018. Say, what? I'll read that one again. Utah just decriminalized letting your kids play outside at the beginning of 2018. The bill is called Free Range Parenting. Now children can walk to school. This is the same country that thinks it's unsafe to pump gas for yourself at gas stations, the same country who flew planes into their own Twin Towers to start a war that hasn't quite ended after over eight years, the same country where in some states you can walk around with your gun in plain sight, where there are mass shootings on a weekly basis, sometimes two or three separate instances of mass shootings in one day. You don't believe me? You can go check it out for yourself on shootingtracker.com. I had to. Fuck out of here with that shit. You know what I mean? Children who have no manners or those who will embarrass their family name should be under heavy supervision for sure. But to the average child who's just walking to school with their peers, they should be safe to walk in a group, or by themselves. And that's, that's for real. Let the children be children. This over-parenting bullshit is going to stifle their growth. You know? You now you have children stuck in front of a TV screen or a, inter- or, or a computer screen or their iPad or their phone pretending to interact with the world that they're too afraid to actively participate in. And as a parent, I must say, we are creating this problem for everybody else to deal with. Let's let children be children. Now, in this segment, we're going to talk about something that hits home with me. Um, many people don't actually know who I am. They know that I walk around with a camera, I take pictures, and you see me at cannabis events. But there's a lot more to me. And... 
This is something that I think will help a lot of parents out there, particularly fathers, because I'm a parent. I'm a father of four beautiful children, two boys and two girls. I'm actually out here in Calgary doing what I'm doing out here to be able to provide for them back in Ontario. And it's a hard task of parenting from a distance. So that's the subject that we're going to touch on right now. And um, <clears throat> I'm really being vulnerable and opening up because I know that there is hundreds of thousands of fathers out there that's in the same boat as me. And I'm pretty sure there's, there's mothers out there that's in that same boat as well. But I can't really speak from the woman's perspective because I can only speak from it from an outsider looking in, you know. I've seen the struggles that many women have faced, and I acknowledge them. But I'm sure there's many that I don't see because I'm a man. So I'm going to tackle this. Um, I find that there's many challenges um, parenting from a distance as, uh, as a father because we have no resources. And if we do, it's, it's like slim to nil. There's no guidance. We have no support groups. You know, I even, uh, there was a point where I was working out here in Calgary, creating a father's uh, parenting workshop so that it can address our issues. And we're not put in a position where we're in a woman's group having men problems and not being able to speak about them because it's not our place. It's almost like there is no place for the father to get that male support when it comes to um, being a father, unless you have a father that you can talk to. And that's just one. Either way, um, we have challenges with, like, with spousal interference. And that means like when your partner just makes it impossible for you to be able to communicate with your children. The, the social construct is designed around making a nuclear family unrealistic to attain. You know, there's social services that are provided, but they penalize families with both parents by combining the income and then disqualifying the couple due to them making too much, even if what they consider to be too much doesn't even cover all the expenses of life. You know, the decision uh, for me to move <clears throat> all the way out here was my decision. So I can't really complain. Sometimes when you make a decision, you can't quite see the side effects or repercussions that'll come with it. But I'll say this much. I lost everything to gain back even more than what I lost. Life's a gamble, and I'm on the verge of winning it big time. Now, I'm always asked why I do what I do, um, whether it's when I'm at my events covering it. Uh, sometimes I get messaged uh, from the stuff that I post on Facebook or on Instagram or um, in general. People just ask me, why do you do what you do? Like... That you, we know that you're capable of so many things. Why photography? And why cannabis? Why, why, why? So I figured this podcast, I'm going to 
answer that question because it's important for people to know that why I do what I do. Uh, so why I do photography. Now, I started taking pictures as a little boy. My dad actually taught me how to shoot from, I was old enough to hold his camera and carry around his camera case. And this is something that I, a skill that I was partially gifted, I believe, with, as well as I worked hard at. And to be specific, why I chose photography to do what I do is because photography helps to heal my soul. And I can help others see what cannabis does and the difference that it could make and present cannabis in a different manner than what we're used to seeing it as, you know? People want to know, okay, so you're a photographer. You could take pictures of any and everything. And yes, that's what I do. But why cannabis? Okay, so um, let's put it like this. I've been consuming cannabis since, what, the summer leading into grade 10. You know, fat shout out to my brother Killer Cam <laughs> and my brother Naps, a.k.a. Kung Fu Joe. Yep. You know, that was my squad. I, I started smoking weed then. I got injured and diagnosed with PTSD, stress, anxiety, and depression disorder. And that was years later. And it wasn't until then that I realized how cannabis can be used to help cope with trauma and tragedy and how that's what I've been using it for. Um, I just never made that connection. So I decided to use my skills and passion and combine the both of them to share with the world its benefits, you know, and that's why I do what I do. And what's next? Well, next couple of events that's coming up is the Cannabis Expo in Edmonton. I might end up popping my head over there. And there is the 403 Eastside Project Skate Farm. I want to take a look over on that side of town and see what's going on. Hang out with some, some fellow skaters and learn some tricks and all that stuff. Document it as I go. So stay tuned for that footage. And I'm still out here building my team. So if you know other camera people or you know people with vibrant personalities that would be awesome co-hosts for the event or for my podcast, please don't hesitate. You can refer them. I plan to have a team in every major city across Canada and a bunch of international contacts as well. So there's room. So let your people know if you think there'd be a good fit if they're the type of people who would vibe well with your boy, Steady Snapping Charlie, you shoot them my contacts. Let them, let me see what they're about. Besides that, let's get into some more music. Thank you for listening to today's podcast number four. We here at Steady Snapping Production couldn't have done this without you. Keep tuning in for more interviews, good music, and great discussions. If you have a topic that you want us to cover, you can send me a message on Instagram at snapologus. That's 
S N A P A L O T A G U S, or you could DM me through Facebook at Steady Snapping Charlie. Keep following me on my travels, and feel free to take me on some of your travels as well. These podcasts can be downloaded and saved on your device, so stock up on episodes for road trips to help pass that time. I'm your host, Steady Snapping Charlie. And this is Steady Chatting, the podcast.